1: So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from thirty dollars a month to just fifteen dollars a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/slash-switch. Forty-five dollars up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited, more than forty gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com.
0: At the Republican National Convention, the president is praised for his coronavirus response. Nursing homes, hospitals, and laboratories will need to start reporting metrics to Medicare or face fines. And Amwell gets a big investment from Google. All that and more on today's episode of GIST Healthcare Daily. It's Wednesday, August 26th, and I'm Alex Olgan with GIST Healthcare Daily, where I get the headlines in health business and policy news in under 10 minutes. If you like the podcast, please leave us a review. It helps other listeners find the show. At the Republican National Convention, speakers praised President Trump for his response to the coronavirus pandemic which has now killed more than 175,000 Americans and sickened more than 5 million. Dr GE Gali is an oral and maxillofacial surgeon and chancellor at the Louisiana State University Health Sciences Center in Shreveport. He said the Trump administration's action of lifting regulatory barriers and getting experimental COVID-19 treatments and medicines approved was important for his patients and himself. Gali contracted COVID-19 over the summer and received both the antiviral drug remdesivir and convalescent plasma. I've seen firsthand how these breakthroughs have saved countless lives. As a patient, I've benefited from the expedited therapies made possible by the swift action of this administration. What was not mentioned was that the president pushed for the rapid emergency approval of hydroxychloroquine as a COVID-19 treatment. But then after studies showed the drug was causing harmful side effects like serious heart rhythm problems, the FDA rescinded that approval. Amy Johnson Ford, a nurse from Williamson, West Virginia, also spoke. She touted the Trump administration's expansion of telehealth services, which was one of the few areas of bipartisan agreement during the pandemic.
1: Telehealth will continue to aid many that are just unable to find transportation or wait to the doctor for
0: regular checkups. This is especially true in rural America. I live in a town of about 2,000 people. We do not have buses, trains, trolleys, or Ubers available to us. Another topic that wasn't covered was a comprehensive replacement plan for the Affordable Care Act. The president has repeatedly said one is forthcoming, but the only movement has been a flurry of healthcare-related executive orders. Four aimed at lowering prescription drug prices, one that offers rural healthcare organizations the ability to participate in a unique payment model, and one that expands access to telemedicine. Meanwhile, several states led by Republican governors are fighting to have the entire ACA overturned in the Supreme Court. They argue that without the individual mandate to buy insurance, the entire law is unconstitutional. The Trump administration has declined to defend the law in court. The Supreme Court is set to hear the case one week after the November election. Telehealth company Amwell is planning to go public with a big investment. Google announced it will be investing $100 million to help Amwell grow its footprint in virtual care and will designate Amwell as the company's preferred global telehealth platform partner. As part of the deal, Amwell will move its business to Google Cloud from Amazon Web Services, which it currently uses. Amwell told media outlets that during COVID-19, demand for its virtual care services increased between 1,000% and by as much as 3,000 and 4,000% in some areas. Amwell currently offers telehealth to more than 2,000 hospitals, 55 health plans, and 36,000 employers that cover a total of 80 million people. The companies said that they will work together to help simplify the healthcare experience and make care more accessible to seniors and patients with chronic illnesses. This deal follows another mega telehealth deal. Teladoc announced it's acquiring the chronic care management company Livongo for $18.5 billion. The Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services announced a host of new requirements for nursing homes, hospitals, and laboratories. The agency said on Tuesday that nursing homes will be required to regularly test staff in order to continue getting reimbursed by Medicare. The frequency of that testing will depend on the prevalence of the virus in the local area. Nursing homes will need to offer testing to residents who have symptoms or if there is an outbreak. Laboratories will also be subject to new reporting requirements. They will need to report coronavirus test results daily to the Secretary of Health and Human Services, Alex Azar. Nursing homes or laboratories that fail to comply with these requirements can be fined by CMS. CMS is also changing the rules around the reimbursement of COVID-19 tests. The rule says that Medicare beneficiaries can only get one test without a doctor's order, and any additional tests need to be ordered by a provider. The agency is also requiring hospitals to submit daily data points, including the number of COVID-19 positive patients, the availability of medical supplies like ventilators and personal protective gear, and the number of ICU occupied beds. The last metric is already reported by hospitals. The American Hospital Association called the move disturbing, that the agency went ahead with the regulations without getting feedback during a pandemic when hospitals are already stretched thin trying to care for sick patients. The administration has been changing how hospitals report COVID data throughout the summer. In July, hospitals were told to stop reporting data to the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and instead report it directly to the Department of Health and Human Services. Then, just last week, Dr. Deborah Burks, the White House Coronavirus Task Force Coordinator, said the switch was only temporary and that hospitals would soon be asked to report data back to the CDC. CMS Administrator Seema Verma said in a statement about the rules announced Tuesday, quote, these new rules represent a dramatic acceleration of our efforts to track and control the spread of COVID-19, unquote. Taking a look at healthcare stocks, retail pharmacies were trading down Tuesday. Walgreens Boots Alliance was down 0.60% and CVS was trading down 0.63%. The broader sector was up 0.70% at the end of the trading day Tuesday. Thanks for listening to Just Healthcare Daily. I'm Alex Olgin. You can check out more insights on healthcare business and policy news on JustHealthcare.com. Just Healthcare Daily is an independent production of Just Healthcare.
1: Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well...